guys. Welcome back to Desert Mom. Um, on this episode, we are going to be talking about self-care. Yay. I know you guys are all pretty, probably pretty good at it. I, myself, am an expert. <laughs> no, I'm not, actually. Um, it's actually something that I have really tried hard to do especially since becoming a mom I kind of see how important it is so yes self-care has actually been a really big part of my life and something that I've actually been actively seeking to improve on I didn't really do a good job of it in the beginning of my life um but I am finally starting to get it now It's only taken me, you know, 38 years, (laughs) but I guess it's better now than later. (laughs) For me personally, I've always, sorry, my voice kind of cracked there. I've always been in therapy. It kind of started back when I was in high school because I suffered depression a lot just of circumstances and then And that comes from my dad not really being a part of my life and that whole, like, why not? Am I worthy? Like, am I worthless? It kind of got into my head. Um, That's not to say that my mom is actually probably one of the most amazing people that I know and I love her to death. And she's always, always had my back and has always been there. For me, and especially my mom's side of the family has always been there, and so that's who I grew up with. So that's always been a big part of me. But it's also, when you go to therapy, it's almost like a self-reflection on, yes, you're talking about problems and you're trying to get down to the core of it, but they also give you tools in your life to use in your life to help you make either better decisions or help you work through problems. So that was always helpful. And then when I was actually in college, I had, I, I got a life coach, which seems funny, but it actually helped me kind of put on, put me on a path. And then later on down the road, when, um, after college, I went down South and I lived down there. And I think probably when I lived in South Carolina, I was probably one of the lowest points of my adult life, but then I was able to move back to where my family was. And my family always kind of centers me. And I love that, especially my mom always centers me. She has a really good way of just reminding me of who I am as a person and to not take crap, (laughs) basically. (laughs) Um, she was a single mom raising me and she has so much strength to her that I just hope I get like half of her strength that she has basically. But I mean, the reason why I've kind of gone down this memory road is obviously we're not all perfect because I don't think anyone has a perfect life. Um, if you do, then awesome to you. Going through this and finding, um, doing self-care, 
I, especially when the pandemic hit, I decided to take a course into like life coaching um, because this that person helped me a lot. And I'm very interested in that. And I love helping people. I love getting, helping people succeed because I know sometimes you just need that outside person who doesn't really have any bias on anything just to push you or maybe plant a seed or maybe confirm the thoughts of like, I think I'm pretty awesome, but I don't know. Am I, you know, you need that cheerleader kind of, but also someone who does call you on your BS. That's the reason why I did it. I went and got a certificate at Arizona State, so not to mention uh, most of my friends always call me or contact me when they're going through something and they're like, Carrie, I need your advice. (laughs) So I was like, oh, maybe this is a road that I should go down. Now I'm really good at giving advice. However, taking my own advice sometimes comes hard to me. With that being said, self-care is so important. Often as, especially as moms, I'm only speaking from my experience because I'm not a dad, but as moms, we tend to lose ourselves and our kids and our family in trying to make sure that we are taking care of everyone else. And often we forget about ourselves. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I even feel bad when I take a literally a 10 minute break to myself to collect my thoughts. And then I'm like, oh, I need to be out there hanging out with my family, spending this quality time, especially since my son is hopefully, hopefully he gets in, going to go off to pre-K and that time is coming up. So I'm kind of like, oh my God, I'm taking time away from that. I'm not going to like see him as much. He's going to be going to school. Uh, <laughs> making friends, and then pretty soon he's going to be like, bye, mom. (laughs) Well, as my husband would say, stop. Like, my husband's a big advocate for me, for myself, even when I'm not. He tends to make sure that I'm taking time for myself, which is one of the reasons why I love this man. He'll be like, you need to go to the bedroom, relax, and do your thing. Because if you really think about it, self-care, taking care of yourself shouldn't be selfish. Like, it's almost like that airplane analogy that I hear so many times. Like, if there's something wrong with the airplane, you always put your mask on first, and then you help the person next to you if if they need help. Because obviously, if you help them, if you're trying to help them, and then, like, you black out because you don't have your mask on, then obviously you're not going to be able to help them and they might black out. So what's the point? You need to listen to your body and take care of yourself to make sure that you are in top percentage to take care of the people that you love that are around you. Now, self-care can take on like many different forms. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to go hike a mountain. Um, It could be little things like, for me, taking time to myself helps helps me take care of my child during the day. Like, I very much get overstimulated and touched out during the day. Um, 
because I want to give him so much love. If he asks for a hug, I'm not going to say no to my kid. Like I want to give him a hug, but I've been actually trying to work on having like 10 minutes or 15 minutes of quiet time before dad gets home from work. So I can equally give him affection as well. Because when I didn't do that, it kind of, I think it kind of put like a little wedge between us. But obviously it's it's not his fault. But he could take it like it's his fault. But it has 100% to do with me. And that's where like communication comes in too. So when my husband does tell me to go to the room and relax... Um, for me, it's either like, it's like putting on a show, usually the Real Housewives or some kind of Bravo show because it's mindless entertainment and I don't have to use my mind. Like I can kind of shut it off, but also laugh at the weird and silly antics that these people are doing. Or it's taking time out and reading some of my book that I have. I just started a summer reading for the summer, um, I signed my son and I both up. Obviously, he's four, so obviously I'm reading to him. But <laughs> you guys get the point. And then one of my one of my favorite things to do is actually take a bubble bath with candles because I I love candles. I'm pretty sure a lot of women do. <laughs> um, But I just kind of like to sit there with the candles and reflect or just kind of like really realize how thankful I am, especially now in today's age, how lucky and thankful I am we're in like what position that we are in. Like I don't have to worry about a roof over our head. I don't have to worry about going bear like with food so it just kind of takes me that time to reflect and be really grateful for what I do have because I think so much of this world is what can I get what can I get and I think very little people reflect back on what they actually have and they have a lot um I know for me I am so thankful that my child is healthy. My husband is healthy. I'm healthy. That's a huge thing. Yes. Are, am I sad that we're not taking fancy vacations to like Hawaii or Europe, or I see all these people taking vacations, doing all these wonderful stuff on Instagram, but I mean, Instagram's also a little bit fake, right? So we need to stop comparing ourselves to the people that we see on Instagram or social media and just realize like what we do have in our lives, we should like, I am so, I know I'm thankful for it. I mean, self-care is an everyday thing. So it doesn't have to, like I said, it doesn't have to be one big thing. Um, in preparation for this podcast, I kind of asked some of my friends, on tips on like what they did. One goes down to the river and relaxes, just listens to the water. Another one likes to go to the beach for the very same reason. I mean, water is actually very calming. (laughs) 
Um, I know when I lived near the beach, that's what I would do. It kind of helped clear my head. And I thought like, oh, I'm just clearing my head, but it's actually a form of self-care. You're taking that time to listen to your body and what what you need as a person for your soul like to get better so you and N can be the best human being out in the world. One of my very best girlfriends mentioned that she doesn't she doesn't have just one. She really has a few things that she does. She likes to listen to a podcast while she takes a walk alone or while doing some light stretching. She likes to read. She likes to get a massage. She likes to let herself watch like a show or movie without distraction, which I think that one, the last one is actually pretty important because I'm not sure if you guys have had like watched a show or a movie without having your phone nearby, without having distraction. I know I haven't done it since probably since like high school or like early, early 20s because (laughs) yes, I'm old. Like we didn't have the fancy phones that we did now. Like we had, you know, the game Snake on it. Like that's only fun after a while. The other night, my family, we watched, we watched a movie and it was just nice to not have any distractions and to really pay attention and immerse yourself in that fantasy that is happening up on the screen. And not only that, it gave, it gives you like bonding time as well. Like my kid, you know, he was supposed to be, (coughs) he was supposed to be in bed, but like the last 20 minutes he he came out of his room and just wanted to cuddle And so he watched the last bit of movie with us and he fell asleep on me. Like those are memories that I know I'm going to cherish. But I think in a weird way that's, that was actually self-care. Just kind of like realigned. It realigned myself. Um, I know when I do self-care, I'm a much better mother and wife and friend. And to me, those things are very important. But self-care could also look at setting boundaries for yourself and for the people that are in your life. I know some people probably aren't going to like the boundaries that you set because, especially coming from someone like me, like I was always a people pleaser. I wanted to put other people's feelings before me because that was important to me. And in doing so, I was very quiet and meek. And then once I found out, like, once, I mean, I started going to therapy again in college. And once I started doing that, I kind of started to get my voice. And I would find that certain individuals would exit my life. They would exit my life because I put up boundaries. And I gave them specific things like, this is my boundary, please don't cross it. And they would cross it. And so they're like, no longer kind of in my life anymore. That might seem harsh, but in, for me, that was self-care because 
I would give so much energy to these individuals and I would just give and give and they would just take, take, take. Um, to the point where like I would like be consumed with their problems and I would want to help them out and what can I do to make their life better? But I never thought about my life. Like I never thought about what it was doing to me until I was in therapy and we were talking about self-care and that came up and I never thought about boundaries being self-care. Another important aspect is actually keeping the people that are around you of like quality. It took me a long time to learn about this one because I always thought if you had more friends or the more popular that you were, then your life would be fantastic or perfect. But that's not it it at all. I think especially as I've gotten older, I've started to rely more on quality instead of quantity. I know when I would have trouble with friends in the past, especially new ones that we made, my husband would kind of look at me and he would be like, what are you doing? You don't have to be their friends. You don't owe them anything. Which is 100% true. And it's just kind of funny, like, Having that person in your life to help you hold yourself accountable is self-care. Because they are looking out for you. They're also looking out for you that you're taking care of yourself. For me, I have a couple of great girlfriends that I go to. Um, They're all friends that literally, like, I could probably not talk to them in a year. And then you pick up the phone and it's literally like you just saw each other two two days ago and you start talking. And I think I was like, these are, for me, these are quality friends that I have in my life. I know I might not talk to so-and-so for like one or two years, but I think, and I know for sure if I were to call them and something happened they would immediately be there for me. And they have shown that. I mean, one of them is the godmother to my child. And my child is probably the most important thing in my whole entire life. So the fact that I trust this person enough to take care of him means everything to me. And I met her when I went to college. And It was almost just one of those instant, like, (laughs) instant bonds. It's really weird. Um, I could probably do a whole show on just how much I love her. (laughs) I don't know if she would like that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, she's awesome. She knows who she is, so I don't have to say her name. And I also, I didn't get permission to, so I don't want to broadcast people's names that I didn't actually get permission for. 
I know for my husband, I think self-care in a sense for him, it's playing video games. It's because I think it allows him to kind of get out of the world and into like kind of like the fantasy and just like kind of play games. But he also has like gamer buddies that he talks to. So it's it's almost like he's going over to a friend's house and chit-chatting or talking about random stuff. Trust me. walked into a couple chats of him and his gamer guys and they're very interesting and I think I am (laughs) I'm a little bit worried because it's probably what my son's going to be talking about too (laughs) they're just interesting and they're (laughs) they're actually like all like I feel like they're all still 12 years old Now, the guys that he plays with, they aren't 12 years old. They're actually adults, but their mentality on some things is like 11-year-old boy. But they all find it hilarious, and that helps them decompress from the day. So that is their version of self-care. I know for some people, it's writing in a journal. Um, I tried that, and I would be all gung-ho, and then... Like, three weeks later, I'm like, eh, I'm good. For me, recently, this podcast has been my self-care, especially going from a working mom to a stay-at-home mom. I am, I feel like I'm connecting to other people. Yes, I'm talking into a microphone, but at the same time, I feel like I'm talking to you guys, and you guys are getting to know me, and... The, some of the comments I get back, like, I'm getting to know you guys. So it's it's very much a form of self-care. And I just want to say I am grateful that Anchor has allowed me to do that. More on that now. So, yes, podcasting for me, I might have found it a little bit later in life, but it is my probably my main self-care right now. Um, I love doing these. I mean, I get excited when I see, like, my views go up. (laughs) I'll text my husband. (laughs) Um, But, yes, so please, guys, take care of yourself. Use the self-care that is best fitted for yourself, whether that be taking a bath, reading, watching a movie, watching a show, taking a hike, just getting outside relaxing, sitting in a room quiet by yourself. Um, I have some friends who love to do their makeup. That's their version of self-care. I have another friend who goes and she'll get a tattoo. That one's kind of an expensive one and maybe not do it all the time, but she loves, she loves to do it. And that's her version of self-care. Um, Play video games. You know, do facial masks. That's actually one of my other favorite ones. (laughs) My son actually walked in on me when I had a face mask on and I slightly scared him. (laughs) Um, I I thought it was hilarious. He, He was very worried for my safety and wanted to get it off my face. Um... 
but yeah, just, just remember to take time out for yourself and that you are a person, you are worthy of your time. Remember, if you don't take care of yourself, then you aren't going to be able to take care of the people around you that you love as well, right? So in taking care of yourself, you're essentially also taking care of them. I just want to thank you guys all. This is all I have for today. Um, If you want to hear more like with these type of podcasts, please let me know. I have tons of things that I could say. I could probably go on and on. Um, Let me know in the comments because an Apple or Spotify comments, I do get those or you can always you can always find me on social. Uh, my IG is desert underscore underscore mom. And you'll see me pop up there. And then also has all my information linked as well. So thank you again, guys. I appreciate you all. And have a wonderful night and rest of the week.